Welcome to Pearl of Great Price Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 16th of November. Now, on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1200 and we travel to Lincoln where we remember the death of Hugh of Avalon, who was the noble-minded Bishop of Lincoln and was loved by the people because of his kindness to them and his fearless rebuke of sometimes wicked authorities. At the time of the Reformation, he was the best-known English saint after Thomas Becket. While he was alive, he was known as Hugh of Avalon, a French noble and monk. And it was a time of Anglo-Norman culture after the Norman Conquest, when England had been invaded and occupied by an army made up of thousands of Normans, Bretons and men from other French provinces, all led by William the Conqueror. It was a time of war and uncertainty when a Norwegian king, Harold, had overthrown Edward the Confessor and then William had overthrown Harold in the same year. William's dominance led to a new order and stability and a great survey called the Doomsday Book, which was a manuscript record of much of England and parts of Wales. It was completed by 1086. The Norman language became the language of the elite. Slavery was eliminated. And an Anglo-Norman culture grew, as the Normans not only conquered England, but also established a kingdom in Sicily. English culture had developed relatively independently of continental Europe since the time of the coming of the Angles and the Saxons in the 5th century. British culture was a mixture of Roman culture, which had come with the Roman conquest under Claudius, with that of the original Celtic inhabitants. But it was the rising Anglo-Norman culture that created a hero out of King Arthur, and the church served as another institution in building this rising new culture in England, and the Romanesque architecture which the Normans had mainly brought with them from France. The institution of the church was put to use by Henry, and monks arrived in England in 1128 and began developing advanced agriculture and sheep. Hugh had been born in the Chateau of Avalon, at the border of the Dauphin with the Savoy. His father, Guillaume, retired from the world after the death of his mother to an Augustinian monastery and had taken Hugh with him. Hugh had been ordained a priest, originally a Benedictine. However, he entered the Grand Chartres, where an order of hermits called the Carthusians became famous for their austerity and their earnest piety. As the order spread, he became prior of the Whitton Charterhouse in Somerset, the first Carthusian house in England. King Henry had established it as part of his penance for the murder of Thomas Becket. But when Hugh arrived, he found the monks living in log huts, with no plans yet for the more permanent monastery building. He built the charter house and attracted many to the community, his reputation for holiness spreading throughout England. And amongst the frequent visitors to the monastery was King Henry himself, as it was a favourite hunting ground. However, an early sign of Hugh's integrity was he admonished the king for keeping dioceses vacant in order to keep their income for the royal chancery. 
Hugh was consecrated Bishop of Lincoln at Westminster. He reformed the diocese, making careful appointments and raising the quality of education at the cathedral school. Famously, he was zealous in promoting his cathedral at Lincoln, and as a guest at the Abbey of Fécamp in France, he was shown by the proud monks their precious arm of Mary Magdalene. Hugh tried to break a piece off, in spite of their outraged protests. Finding it too hard, he bit off one of the saint's fingers, which he got safely back to Lincoln. His diplomatic skills meant that he was much respected in the Norman courts. He softened the king's anger by his tactful charm, and he accepted the role of diplomat to France for more than one king, and set about rebuilding and greatly enlarging Lincoln Cathedral in a new Gothic style and consecrated St. Giles Church in Oxford. In his memory, St. Giles Fair was established and continues to this day each September. He was canonised by Pope Honorius III, 20 years after his death, and is the patron saint of sick children, sick people, shoemakers and swans. His primary emblem or iconography is a white swan in reference to the story of the Swan of Stowe, the site of the palace of the bishops of Lincoln, which had a deep and lasting friendship with the saint, even guarding him when he would sleep. The swan would follow Hugh about and would attack anyone else who came near him. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the yelling stones described as Denmark's baptismal certificate. And as we're coming towards the end of a year of podcasts, it's unlikely that next year we'll be able to keep up producing a daily podcast unless funding allows it. If you wish to support us, or you can suggest themes for a series of podcasts for next year, please email us on pogppod at gmail.com. Our archives can now be found at www.pogp.net and if you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. Have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.